0: All right. Thanks, Scott Shannon. And thank you for being with us. And we hope you write down this number and give us a call. 800 941 Sean. You want to be a part of this extravagance? We have a lot coming up today. Uh, we have Leo 2.0. Terrell is going to weigh in on a number of issues. We'll tell you this story later in the program today. And you're not going to say Hannity, this can't possibly be true. But it's true. In San Diego... Some foxnews.com. Uh, believe it or not, students that live in the San Diego district—it's about 130,000 kids. Okay, um, those students in the district now have been online only in terms of format for the entire year. They're only going to have a hybrid school opening in mid-April, where they do a combination of in-person learning, online formats. Uh, according to the school district's websites, 130 kids have not been in a classroom for over a year in the San Diego Unified School District, um, which is very hard socially for a lot of kids. Now, some kids don't mind being homeschooled. I mean, it's a personal choice. I think parents should, by the way, have school choice. I think Republicans should champion that conservatives need to. And we need to fix the broken uh, school system we have and the unholy alliance with teachers unions and the Democratic Party, because we pay more per capita for education than any industrialized nation on Earth. And we have the worst results for all the money we spend, especially in blue states, especially run by blue state governors for decades and mayors for decades. Just like they don't have law and order, just like they're defunding the police, just like they don't have safety and security in these these very same locations. It's Just sad how we have let down. Uh, you know, our national treasure, our children. But they are doing this, and we'll talk more about it later. Don't have time now because we got a lot to get in the program today. There's a lot of news happening. And, but they are now teachers from San Diego Unified Districts. They will be teaching illegal immigrant children. In other words, the kids that are, are coming from Central America, the unaccompanied minors, when they finally get out of Joe Biden's cages, that we've been showing you every night on Hannity when they finally get out of the cages, some of them are going to San Diego. They will have in-person learning for the, in other words, if you're an illegal immigrant, unaccompanied minor from Central America, you will get in-person learning and the kids. And it was a quote from one of the parents here. Let me understand this. So the system is that broken that San Diego teachers will teach illegal immigrant children in person But the 130,000 students of taxpaying families in San Diego and their unified school district, yeah, they're still going to be stuck on Zoom. And we'll tell you about a California teacher that actually in social media blasting his white supremacist parents for daring to pressure schools to reopen. By the way, the schools in Florida have been open since August. Just saying, if you happen to live in the United Socialist utopia known as California... And we got another story out in California, one in Oakland, one in San Francisco, San Francisco Chronicle on one issue where they are offering what they call basic income pilot programs. In other words, giving people free money, equal income, equal results. Um, But you can't you can only get it if you're of a certain race. If you're white American, you can't get it. Okay, is that going to hold up in court? I'm not so sure. Well, that's Leo 2.0 as the the program unfolds today. We'll also get into the opening arguments in the case of George Floyd and the, the Chauvin case. Look, I know I come at this from a very different point of view than many others, and a lot of it has to do with the eight years that I have been training as a student in martial arts. I do it an hour and a half a day, four to five days a week. And I just, I mean, we practice what we call targeted strikes, where literally if I would have, if I would have aimed target with an open fist, with a hammer punch, whatever, whichever way I was going to strike, and I were to hit the bottom of your jaw and the side of your jaw into your carotid artery, and it was a powerful strike. And as I practice, and there was a fraction of a second, the blood is cut off going to your brain you would fall to the, your knees, I promise you. If I put you, if you ever, for those of you that love MMA like I do, I mean, if I put you in what's called a rear naked choke and I lock in, I promise you, I, you'll pass out in less than 15 seconds. And it's this the neck is the most vulnerable part of the human anatomy. Now, the defense now is bringing up a lot of different issues. Number one, that in fact, they are claiming that despite the nine minutes and 29 seconds that Officer Chauvin had his knee on the neck, again, the most vulnerable part of the human anatomy, uh, into the pavement where there was, I mean, we've all seen the video, and I can't breathe, and please, sir, please, sir, let me up. And then you had bystanders taping this whole thing, and he didn't let up on the neck anyway. So that's nine minutes and 29 seconds. Now, I don't even dispute, and we now have the defense saying that there will be evidence that in fact, three police officers from Minneapolis could not overcome the strength of Mr. Floyd. There will be evidence, an autopsy found that fentanyl, meth, and what they call a speedball, was in Floyd's system. They're claiming that he also swallowed additional medicines and that he, the coroner's report even referred to um, the fact that he had pre existing conditions. All, let, let's just say all of that ends up we know that he had the drugs in the system all of this now is true that doesn't negate the fact the question is would george floyd have died had the knee of the officer not been on his neck for nine minutes and 29 seconds now knowing what i know about martial arts what, what frustrates me the most here in all of this and this can happen in my view and this this goes to a lot of different issues is that The whole time that his knee was on George Floyd's neck, he was handcuffed. He was not a threat to police officers at that point. Now, I understand the need to get somebody even in handcuffs to cooperate enough to get them into the back of a car or to get them into an ambulance, etc. But if you can't get them into the back of the car, a number of officers, well, they can bring in a a police van or, or some other means of travel and they can certainly lift him in that condition and and put him safely in another vehicle. But what's frustrating is, is that had there been just some basic fundamental knowledge that have training that the police officer had. I promise you, if I took one or two of your fingers right now and I just manipulated them, not break them, manipulate them. It would be like the person. Would go, ah, ah, OK, OK, stop, 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 stop. That's how you would react. I know because I, in my training, have it done to me. You will. You get immediate compliance. And the whole nine minutes and 29 seconds, he was in handcuffs. I don't know how you overcome that. Now, what's the interesting side of this, too, and this is now going to be a big issue. I, I think that is compelling. Now, the question is, and this often happens in high profile cases if you overcharge a and in this case the officer you overcharge the officer then you're creating community expectations that can never be met now originally they they had specific charges now the medical examiner was clear underlying conditions the drugs in the system, that's, that's all a given. But the nine minutes and 29 seconds, he was already in handcuffs. That's an important point to me. So they charged Officer Chauvin with what's called third-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter. There was a public outcry about the charging. Keith Ellison, Minnesota Attorney General, God help Minnesota. Anyway, he then went back and added the charge of second-degree murder. The problem with it is this and this is where now you get into, I'm just giving you legal arguments, analysis, I'm not giving you opinion here, is now the burden on the prosecution to get a second-degree murder conviction, they have a very high bar threshold that needs to be met here. And they will have to convince the entire jury that, in fact, on this particular charge, second-degree murder, that the intent... Of Officer Chauvin was to cause his death that how do you prove that that becomes a very high bar now in some jurisdictions you only get that one option in this case thankfully the the jury will be given many options but I I don't see how you prove intent I think that part of that law is a very high bar for any prosecutor Not getting into the merits of it, but we'll talk to Leo. He's the civil rights attorney coming up later in the program on it. But to me, it's getting fascinating. We have a 10th woman that has now come forward with a picture of, to accompany um, an encounter with Andrew Cuomo, New York's governor. I don't know what it is. If you remember the one picture that came out earlier of the young girl in the bar, I I don't know why he, he takes both his hands and wraps it around in each instance the woman's neck that is very creepy and bizarre to me that just is Ugh! if anyone did that to somebody i cared about in my life i'd be pissed linda you know what i mean when you look at that what do you think i mean i think he's got a lot of issues i really don't we don't have enough time to talk about all the things i think about him but then but then he like so he's got a firm grip on somebody's neck though first of all that's inappropriate to me and then kissing both of them so now that, Gloria Allred, I guess, is on the case there. So we'll, we'll get to that today as well. Um, the biggest thing that we now have going on is what's happening at the border. Now, last night on Hannity, we showed you video. We had these 18 Republican senators, and God bless them. Senator Cotton was there. Senator Ron Johnson was there. Lindsey Graham was there. Senator Ted Cruz was there. And th- they got video, and Senator Cruz got video and we now see the conditions of Biden's children. We'll call them Biden's children in cages because that's what they are. They're on top of each other in either real cages, which I think Henry Cuellar provided, and then these plastic cages. And then if they're younger kids, they've, they've got this wall built around them that they can't get out of. And the kids are all on top of each other with these tinfoil foil Blankets sleeping on the floor with no room to step around for anybody and we've talked about incidences of fighting and sexual attacks and very few people able to manage this invitation that joe biden sent out to people then you see a biden staffer trying to block a u.s senator ted cruz from filming this overcrowded in some instances, over 600, 800 percent capacity, Biden cages for kids. You know, and somebody wrote on Breitbart, is this North Korea? I mean, is this Vladimir Putin's Russia? Is this China? I mean, are you kidding me? And then they tried to get the U.S. senators that Republicans, I'll call them out when they're wrong. I have no problem. They did the right thing by exposing this. They tried to get them to erase their phones. Now, this is on top of the gag order that they've given to Border Patrol officials. They can't even do ride alongs. They can't even allow the media any access to any of these facilities. And they've been covering this all up as they build the new Biden cages and keep bringing these kids in. And it's all because Biden eliminated the stay in Mexico policy, told them to come stop border wall construction and then brought back catch and release. They're estimating now it's going to be over two million illegal immigrants that will now be legal in the U.S. by year's end. And that's probably a low estimate. That means all the shelter, food, health care, education, you, we, the American taxpayers are going to be paying for. And then you're going to have the older individuals competing for the fewer jobs available during the pandemic. Never mind the fact that Joe's lecturing all of us on social distancing and mask wearing and calling for more draconian shutdowns. Uh, And meanwhile, you want to talk about the biggest super spreading event in the history of this pandemic. This is it. And they're trying to hide it from all of us. Wow. But they say they're transparent and they blame Donald Trump. No, Donald Trump solved this problem. They brought it back on on steroids and human growth hormone. All right, listen, money's going up, uh, but your tax is going up. Money, you want to save it? Money is freedom. Here's a simple question: You go to one gas station, it's four bucks a gallon unleaded gas. Station next door, it's two bucks a gallon, same unleaded gas. Where are you going to buy it? Okay, no brainer. You're going to pay two bucks, and you go to the one that has the better price. Now, that's the same thing with your cell phone. Because Pure Talk USA will give you the exact same coverage using the exact same cell towers as AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile, but you pay 50% off starting your first month. The average family saving over $800 bucks a year for the exact same coverage using the exact same cell tower. I've made the switch. Thousands and thousands of you have. Why haven't you? 800 bucks per family on average is a lot of money in your pocket where it belongs. They have more options too. Right now, unlimited talk, unlimited text, 6 gigs of data 30 bucks a month. Just dial pound 250 on your cell, say the keyword save now. You begin saving 50% off your first month. Pound 250, keyword save now from our friends at Pure Talk USA.